Welcome to the segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound brought to you by Be Simply. Sometimes I hear some light, I dwell on my past lives, act like I'm transcending. But I gotta do my best to do what mama says, not get offended. Gotta try to Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is Suzanne Toro. And I want to thank you for being here in this moment. This segment's brought to you by Be Simply. And today we're going to dive into our ancestral healing as we continue to build upon the exploration of our inner landscape. And this is something that I've been observing uh, that's happening quite beautifully in and around all of us. And it's rather exciting because it is an indicator from my perspective that we are going through a very large transformation through our collective consciousness, which would be the mind that runs through all of us. And within that, uh, it can be all sorts of things for everyone, meaning that it can feel overwhelming. Uh, We can get attached to the wrongs and kind of dig our heels in because we're not quite ready to do that transformation. Understand, and sometimes why that happens is because we feel like if we reconcile and make amends for the wrongs, that then the person, place, or event will not be held accountable. However, I want to remind everyone that cause and effect, which is a science, meaning that we can map and track our actions and reactions. That's why nothing that is ever said, spoken, or heard in the universe, it's all recorded. Every time we do something, we are creating an electronic exchange with the world around us. Now, It's important to remember that it's not appropriate if you have the skill set to go snooping around. This would be called spying, and this is what many of the agencies have done, and even this technology that uh, we've all become dependent upon is invading our privacy, yet we uh, agree to it because we use it. However, that doesn't make it right. (laughs) It's kind of a little manipulation, if you will. So how you can really bring yourself into right action with the world as it is and with your ancestral healing is to take responsibility and to understand that when you do your inner work, the ripple effect impacts more than you can imagine. Something that I can't even put into words, but I bear witness to it within my own inner work and the work I do with others. And it's beautiful to witness. And so for any of those, any of you out there that are maybe digging your heels in, don't want to make amends, um, don't want to let go of how you were wronged, Understand that when you give space to that and you take care of yourself and your part 
in the the samsara, the wheel of life, uh, then it gives space to the others that participated in that moment. And this is why it's so powerful because as soon as you give space to it, then the other people have to figure out their part. They may continue with the pattern. They may continue with the action, the atrocities, all of those things. But if you pull yourself out of the equation and are very clear with yourself that you are not going to participate in that, it starts to change the dynamic, not only for self, but all that you touch around you. And a great example of this, uh, in a current event, here we are in a month known as December, in the year known as 2022, in accordance with the Gregorian calendar that was superimposed on interstellar space by financial institutes. And I like to point that out because this may all change. However, in this moment, uh, there has been public acknowledgement of some atrocities that are associated with brands, which I'm not going to mention here. However, there's this woman, she is in a position in her life that she can purchase whatever she wants and realized she had some of these brands, but heard of the situation. So she publicly stood up and cut up every single one of those products to show her dislike and refusal to participate in the actions that those brands are participating in. So that that right there, I just got chills, so powerful. Because she's like, no, I'm, I'm not going to buy your brand. I'm going to actually destroy the the purse I just bought, I'm going to destroy the shoes, all these things that were very expensive for the majority of people to purchase. And it doesn't matter really about how much she spent or how much she could afford, but her moral compass is so strong that she's like, nope, not going to do it. And if I discover more of the brands in my closet are participating in this, I will cut those things up too. They will be destroyed and go into a landfill. And so what just one moment like that does. It impacted all the people viewing, including myself, and it brings awareness, and then each self can make a decision. And then from there, it creates a ripple and starts to generate healing because she's actually acknowledging the people that were harmed by these brands. And she's acknowledging that the behaviors were not okay. And so from there forward, all that can happen is continue healing, transformation, awareness, and growth. And so when we bring it back into a microcosm, this is where we can do our part and make amends for all of our past. So some of you have heard me speak of that reincarnation model versus the one life model. And when we look at reincarnation, that's how we can identify and understand cause and effect in such a profound way. It, it, the deeper you go with that teaching, and if you want to uh, learn about it, 
there's layers to it. Reach out to me. I'm so passionate about it, but it's it's not something you intellectualize. So we go through it in phases so that your consciousness can meet it where you're at, and then it deepens. It's humbling. It's probably one of the most humbling studies that you could ever do is to understand cause and effect. And it gives you greater awareness on the actions that you choose to take on a daily basis with your mind, with your words, with your physical body, with all of your being in waking, sleeping, and meditative state. And so when each self starts to make amends for the things that they're not comfortable with, so how this looks is that you start to look at your biological family, your ancestral roots in this lifetime. And with that, you start to understand where everyone was coming from, from the perspective that you have in this moment. And that perspective can and will change. And so as you step out of maybe the drama, the beauty, the excitement, the good fortune, the misfortune of your ancestral roots, you can start to see each part of the world and the impact that we've had on one another. And so within that, we start to potentially make peace, make peace with what was so that we could be at peace in this moment to do better by our fellow humanity. See, when we're not at peace, there's this word that comes about in many times over and over in our limited understanding of our human history, and it could be that vendetta retribution, wanting to get back at something that has wronged us. Yet when we decide to step back and look a little bit deeper into our limited understanding of who we are in relationship to this planet and to the cosmos above, we can start to see different vantages and your capacity as it increases to look at things from all directions will start to give you an understanding of how to approach each situation. And it will also place in your lap the responsibility. Because if we go back 50 years, 100 years, our ancestors, who were you, <laughs> were doing the best they could based on their circumstances and based on their capacity. And yes, mistakes were made. Yes, atrocities occurred. And yes, they continue to occur. However, we are at an epoch where we are are transforming and healing very rapidly. 
And that is because we're ready to transition into a metamorphosis of consciousness that considers not only physical perceptual reality, but is ready to start to understand emotional reality and to understand a little bit of unseen reality. Before we can go too deep into that unseen reality, we have to make amends. We have to make peace with the stories. We have to put those storybooks on the shelf because many of them are not even accurate. So we're attached to something that we don't even potentially know the truth about unless we took the time to interview and talk to our grandparents, our great-grandparents, and ask them what they went through and what the world was like. Those testimonies, those sharings are the history, yet a lot of that is lost because we've segregated ourselves from our elders. We have been raised in a society where we're told not to share too much, at least some generations back. Now we're on the opposite end of the pendulum where people are oversharing. Uh, and so as we come back plumb to a neutral place where we can be in command of our spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical being, we will be able to harness all your potential by sitting in that place in peace and neutrality for lack of better syntax. And as we sit in that present moment with ourself, then we can start to feel into the action that we want to take. And within that, there's a consideration of the past because it's there. You can't refute it. Even if you're not conscious of it in the moment, it's there with you. And then the future has already been building because every action you take, you're weaving your future, not 10 years, 20 years, well into your next lifetime. So as you're weaving, you start to feel into what you want to weave. And that consciousness assists in the making of amends because you maybe are conscious of the things you don't want to participate in. So therefore, your actions are reflective of that. And that ripples into future generations. And it helps you make peace. Because if we say we don't want to participate in certain things, and we make that commitment to ourselves, and we can uphold it, then we continue to build upon that as we flow into the next. And what this does from a reincarnation model is if you can imagine every single one of you are oscillating throughout the universe and you have a history and you have these imprints on you 
And each time somewhere out there, someone forgives you, bows down to you, thanks you, releases you, no longer grasps at you in vain or in love, just lets go. Your being is going to feel freer. It's going to feel, and their being is going to feel freer. A little bit more space for them to move freely. Instead of harnessing all these mistold stories in a trunk with shackles, carrying the burden from many places we don't know. You have enough things to worry about. You don't need to like bring on extra stories. So if you're inspired, I encourage each and every one of you to really create the space to turn in towards those aspects of yourself within your own ethnic roots, but also the roots that give you a heartache or emotion that you can't explain or, uh, or infuriate you, whatever it is, be really honest with yourself. And this is a personal process. And if you want some help with it, please reach out. But just to really understand where you're charged about things that you can't explain. And as you uncover that which you're charged about, this will ensure that you start to make amends. Because more than likely, those things that uh, bring forth emotion, uh, actions, words that are surprising to you are what are ready for you to make peace with. And so as you do both, as you make peace with your circumstance that you were born into in this lifetime and to the unexplainable things that cause a reaction, you will continue to make beautiful peace with yourself. And that ripple effect will help all your relations. So a simple process. You don't have to think too much or preferably not at all. You wait and see what comes up. And when you start to notice the inside getting into a tug of war with itself, that's your calling card to pay attention internally and take space for yourself. It might look like journaling. It might look like moving your body, going for a walk. It might look like meditation. It might look like working out. Whatever it is, really retreat meaning into your own space and work with that energy and see what it's connected to beyond face value. And if possible, try not to over orate about it or overthink about it. Go into the energy of it. It's not something that needs analyzed all the time. Something that's giving way. To give way is just is to release it, to let it go acknowledge it and then let it go 
Easier said than done, but the more that you acknowledge it, the more that it can surrender. It's like when the body constricts and then we bring the breath and soften and let the body stay supple. So powerful. And the more that you get into that state, you'll realize the opposite of what you're not realizing. Right now, your body might be constricted all the time, your breath constricted, the mind, your spiritual self. But then as you get more in tune with staying supple, with staying with a clear mind and open heart, you'll notice when the tension rises. And then you can dance with it. You can be with it. You can roll around with it until you make a choice on how you want to release it, give way to it. And then on the other side of that is you get to take right action that will bring you to a different result in your most immediate future and the future for generations to come. So if inspired, I welcome each and every one of you to turn in, to stay a while. And as we go into this meditation, I just want you to be with whatever is energetically in your system. And we're going to welcome you to come up into an upright seated position, taking a nice gentle breath in, and then exhale out. Another one, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more inhale. And exhale. Good. And as you continue to breathe in and out, just want you to observe your natural breathing pattern.
Wait, it cannot 
taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual being. And then gently, without staying where your presence is, just recline into Shavasana, corpse pose, a.k.a. prone position on your back. Alternatively, you can curl up into the fetal position on the right or left side. And then gently from there, reconnect to your natural breathing pattern. Allow that to be your focal point as you lead into and receive these sound transmissions.
Taking a soft, gentle breath in and out of your heart center. Gently breathing in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Taking one more inhale. And exhale. And then as you bring your awareness back to your surroundings and your physical body, I just welcome each one of you to either stay as you are or if you're ready, just gently rolling over and sitting in an upright position. And then either way, take another deep breath in and exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more inhale. And exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, I just welcome you just to ease into the next. And feel free to just take some moments to integrate this space that you've given yourself. And then gently moving into the next. And as inspired, turn in. Turn in to what naturally arises. Be with yourself nothing external just be with that sweet spot that energetic space within you that is activated and listen deeply there and within that that energy will start to roll out the karmic knots will be untied And the ancestral healing will occur. So until next time, I want to thank each and every one of you for being here. I want to give a shout out to Random Rab, Kadri Scott, Dante Marino. I appreciate you all. And may you all find peace from within. Compassion in your heart an unbridled divine love in all that you interact with. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Once again, I want to thank you all for being here today and a special thanks to Randa Rab, Kadri Scott, and Dante Marino for contributing to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. 
This has been brought to you by Be Simply. And as we exit out, you can stay for a little bit more. Kadri Scott, keep it local. Not to